Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know what's what's sad for me is uh, I didn't relax my hair and I'm still doing the same shit you do. So what the (laughs) fuck happened to me? You know what I mean? Like you have brain damage. That's clear from the yeah. relaxer. But me, I maybe maybe I'm just fucked up from the beginning. That's even worse. Maybe since you know it all started with a lube. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe these lubes, these various things I was using to jerk off were apparently <laughs> also frying my brain somehow. Yep, yep, yep. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of Black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove that logic is Black in the same way that McDonald's is serving us chicken. You know what I mean? Those chicken nuggets ain't really chicken, but you can imagine how chicken existed inside of the space that is the food that's being served to us. Same thing's happening with Logic and his blackness. I, I think it's pretty clear that, that somewhere in there, there was a, a black relationship of, of sorts, but now it's mostly just uh, pink sludge that's being served up to us with a lot of depressing anecdotes tied, wrapped around it, you know? I'm your host, Langston Kerman, coming in, coming in misbehaving as always, coming in hot, as I used to say, uh, I, and I'm happy to be here. It's 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 a beautiful day 
here i'm still uh trapped in new york city i say trapped because i'm terribly unhappy here but i'm gonna be back in la soon and i'm gonna be back in my apartment where wi-fi works perfectly and uh an apartment i live in a home and my wife and my child are there and i won't have to be so sad all the time anyway my my guest today she ain't sad not even a little bit and she she had a harrowing story that i hope she tells us more about when she gets on the the recording but that's neither here nor there she's not sad because she's hilarious super talented actress comedian you know her from all kinds of shit so funny please give it up for my guest bianca cristoval yeah hey i'm dancing hell yeah you're lying (laughs) But that's not that's not for the people at home to know. I won't tell. <laughs> Hello, Langston. Good. I'm good. I'm happy I made it. I'm so sorry I was late. I was late it's because all good. I, I almost got kidnapped at a gas station. Why what happened at this gas station? Why what were the what was the entirety of the incident? Well, I you know, I was just getting gas and I'm getting my gas and I'm listening to podcasts. And then I turn and I see a guy trying to get into my car. So, you know, as a half white woman, I started screaming and mm. then somebody helped remove the man from my car. Did, did he like get in the car and he was like, drive, bitch. I'm trying to go to, to Third <laughs> Street. Like, what was, did he say what his plan was getting in your car? He didn't say what his plan was. No, he was oh, not man. very coherent. <laughs> maybe he thought i was his uber you know maybe he, i don't know well i i did he get in the front seat yeah 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 the front seat not the driver though not the driver's seat the passenger seat so that was interesting thought yeah I, I don't think anybody gets in the front seat if they <laughs> if they think that's the uber they're not like uh <laughs> are you my uber i want to sit next to you He's, i used to i used to, before covid I, I would sit in front you would sit in the front you never seat. Sit in front? That's that's truly psychopathic behavior. That's Be- like jail worthy behavior. Before COVID, it was normal. I don't think so. I don't think at any point were any of your drivers uh, <laughs> allowing you to sit in the front seat because it was normal. I think they were allowing you to do it because they are underpaid and just need <laughs> the rides. But it wasn't because they were like they wanted their five stars. Yeah, yeah. This is a perfectly normal decision by a healthy person. Well, I, you know, I feel sick in a car, so there is a reason for it. So if I'm sitting, oh. I'm sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sitting up front sort of alleviates some of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that. It, it makes you feel like you're more in control, which is illusion, obviously. But Okay. Well, I, I still think it's nutty, but I respect that uh, this, is, this is you trying to manage what otherwise might be you barfing in someone's vehicle. Yes, yes. Look, we don't have time to talk about your your crazy front seat behavior anymore because you came to me with a conspiracy theory that I think is going to be it's going to be a great conversation. I'm very excited that we're digging into this and I, I won't delay it anymore. You said my mama told me. Hair Relaxer was created by white people to brainwash black people. It's all about the chemicals getting in your brain. Correct. Correct. And my Please, mama would tell know me everything. she's white. So she's part of the conspiracy. Oh, you said your mom is white and my therefore. Mom is white, so she knows, you know, she gives Whoa. me the, You know what I mean? So, so <laughs> let's, let's start from the beginning 
because already we're accusing your mother of uh, disastrous things. Where where did you first come upon this conspiracy theory? Is this of your own making or is this one that you've heard? No, it is on my own making. But with that said, it's based on another conspiracy, which I believe is true, which is that relaxers are extremely dangerous to women mm. and men and they can cause cancer and they can cause all kinds of stuff. And obviously, who's using relaxers? Only black people. So, you know, there is my conspiracy theory uh, that I actually believe in. And then uh, off of that, I built my own, which is to brainwash us. Whoa. Okay. So it, it started <laughs> at what sounds like a, a level of real research. Well, yeah, what sounds like a level of real research. Yes. Yeah, you were like, no, this is an actual found thing that I, I know to be true or at least uh, believe to be true. And then you were like... And I bet they doing some brainwashing shit. In the- <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. What do you think? Uh, let's let's follow this train because this is very exciting to me. I, I don't know how how familiar you are, but I love a good uh, toxic take on on most things. So so help me understand. What do you think they're they're intending to do with this brainwashing? Like, is there a specific type of brainwashing? What what's their goal here? Well, I think, first of all, we have to go a little bit back. So imagine, like, you use these relaxers since you were a little girl. Like, the first time I used mine, I was probably, like, 10 years old. So it starts very early on. Okay. <laughs> so you're, just to be clear, you are a veteran in this game. This isn't just I, a person. I used to do it, and then I stopped when I was a teenager. And then, you know, at the same time, I also, you know, I kind of uh, woke up to many, to many mm and stuff so you know you see the <laughs> you see the coincidence there i stopped using relaxers and suddenly i became a real black person before i was quite whitewashed i'm not gonna lie oh so for years if i'm understanding you correctly for years you sort of were uh were working not uh, let's not say against you were working not necessarily in favor of sort of like your black identity. You weren't sort of like treating that as like the way that you identified. And then in taking the relaxer out of your hair, you started Mm -hmm. to see yourself more as a black person. I think something like that. Yes. It's not as simple, but yes. Okay. It it wasn't the relaxer itself that did it but it it played a part maybe it 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 was a part of a a longer growth in your life Uh uh uh-huh uh-huh okay i've long maintained this conspiracy and i'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this i do think that white mom sometimes plays its part in the way that people identify themselves is mixed people specifically identify themselves in the world like i have i am also biracial my dad is white And uh, Mm -hmm. I think white dads play far less of a role in the way that you like sort of like see yourself as like I never at any point saw myself as anything other than a black man. And I think it's because having a black ass mom makes you sort of feel that way. Whereas a lot of the people who I know who have white moms struggle more with, oh, this is how I identify. This is where I see myself. You know, it's funny because I used to think until right now that it was a matter of being a black girl and having a black mom but now you know from your point of view as being a black man having a white uh, a black mom and having the same experience you might be onto something you know wow. i thought it was the whole thing about mother mother father father but you're telling you're proving me wrong so that's interesting to me. damn all right yeah. 
Well, this is no, I love it. I love them. Yeah. Let me ask you this. So, so was your mom the one that was encouraging you to relax your hair? That's also very complicated. So my mother was the one who definitely encouraged some bad stuff, but I think the the hair relaxer, she didn't necessarily encourage because it's expensive, you know, and we didn't have money. So she was like, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing that, you know, because like, it's, you know, it's bad for your hair. So she actually did not completely encourage that. No. Okay. So she, she was on the side of, of the justice you eventually found. Uh, yes. Without but you knowing it. With that said, it, the reason why I'm saying it's more complicated than that, because she's a blonde woman with beautiful, long, blonde hair that I always wanted to have. Right. Oh. Looking at her, I'm like, that's what I, you know, you're my role model. That's what I want to achieve, you know? And I was also looking at Beyonce and I didn't understand back then that, you know, that that's so fake. I thought it was her hair and I sure, just couldn't, that- my brain. I yeah, that like, ain't her hair. That's a whole wig <laughs> that lady was wearing. That, those that? blonde uh, roots are not naturally that color and certainly not growing <laughs> out of that scalp. Exactly. I would look at those magazine uh, uh, magazines in, the, uh, you know, in that hair place where I would go to and I would be like, I want to look like Beyonce. Why don't I Damn. look like Okay, so you're, you're wanting to look like Beyonce. You're relaxing your hair. You're trying yep. to, to emulate to mm-hmm. some extent your mother- at what point, what happens that sort of like wakes you up, shakes you from this? Oh, sort of like, I can tell you exactly what happened. So I that. was going to France and I was so excited to spend my summer in France. I'm like 16 years old and I'm like so ready. And I'm, I've been like saving up and like I've been excited. And I, you know, go to the place to get my hair relaxed, you know, by the way, by a black woman. I just want to stress it out. I want to stress out. I was a black African woman. I want to stress it out because I want you guys to know that I trusted her. You know, I had so much trust in her. Okay. And she relaxed and it looks amazing. I look like Beyonce. It's absolutely wonderful. And I go home and I start touching it, you know, and swinging it back and forth. And then suddenly I realize that like my hair is falling off. And I'm like, oh, oh that must be still probably from i don't know you know you make excuses when you're desperate so and i keep like touching it and more hair is falling off and more hair is falling off and then i realize oh i'm losing my hair this bitch burn it all down like i'm gonna be bold so by the time i made it to france i was basically bold and i had to wear scarves and yeah and when we're when we say bald because i want to be clear when you say bald I, I assume there were still long strands hanging on and then just... Uh, the sides. It was really burnt on top. So I looked like, you know, I had a mullet. But like, so, like you know, those like middle-aged men who are like losing their hair, but they want to save it. Like that, that was... Yeah, me. George Costanza. You had a real like Larry David, George Costanza. Oh yeah, Larry David. Yes, that's what I looked like. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That is that is tragic, especially if you went in and pointed at a magazine of Beyonce, who I assume d- is not bald under there. I don't know what what her natural hair really looks like, but I'm gonna go not Larry David. <laughs> yeah, no, it was that was heartbreaking. And in the summer, dude, in the summer, like in the winter, uh, you can hide it, but in the summer, you cannot hide it. So. You hurt you. You show up. You're bald in France, <laughs> which is a great film, by the way. Bald in France, it, a lovely film that I'm I'm hoping to produce this summer. But uh, you're, you're bald in France. 
what do you do? Do you shave it all off? Or you do you no, fully commit? No, I am I am doing the middle age guy thing. I'm trying to preserve the last remaining. Oh no! Oh yeah, of course. I can totally. By the way, I can totally um, rely to uh, sympathize with uh, with men who lose their hair, like you know, from that experience. Yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, it's no. Were joke. you then thinking this will never grow back? Like I'm just gonna be. I'm going to have to like trump this shit from now on. Oh, wow. I didn't. No, I didn't think that. I <laughs> I was very much in the moment. I was thinking I am bold now. And that's a problem. I wasn't thinking like two, three years from now. I was wearing a lot of scarves. Uh, when people ask, I think at some point, you know, I'm 16 and I was so more. There was also like a level of embarrassment mm-hmm. that I did the relaxer. And this happened to me. I cannot even explain. It was like a level that I would rather tell people that I had cancer than sure. to admit what I've done. To yeah, cancer, cancer, you say is you have a, cancer. Well, cancer is a hero's journey. That's that somebody fighting through something. You volunteered to have yeah. your uh, your hair turned into a horseshoe. That is, that's that's a fool's journey, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from <laughs> then on, I. I was thinking about it. I had the whole summer to think about it as I was putting my s- scarves on my head. And I was like, who would come up with a product like this? Like, why? Why would you want to do? Why would you want to risk this? Why would you want to do this to women? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, that product is evil. It burns your hair. And so you're sitting there. You go, who would come up with such an evil product? Who would want to hurt women <laughs> exactly. so bad? And then you yeah. put your hands yeah. together in a, a triangle And I was form. like, Nat- Nazi yeah, Germany. <laughs> and you said sure. the white devil is the only person I can think of who would be this this evil. Is that where yeah. we're at? Absolutely. First, they convince you that you need to have straight hair, and then you know they'll show you a path of evil to achieve it. And is their plan to to just make you less? Because I guess this is circling back to the original question, is their their plan with this brainwashing and sort of their evil uh, misdeeds, is is it to just make you less black, to make you feel less confident? It, what What is the ultimate goal of their dastardly efforts? It is 100% to make you feel less confident, to make you feel um, powerless in this mm. world and uh to make you distracted because you're <laughs> you you're so worried about your hair you don't have time to worry about other things in the world whoa like, right. sure i can't work on climate change if no. i've got to keep combing over exactly. you know exactly. <laughs> like i truly we could have resolved <laughs> what's yeah. happening to the polar bears if only if I only. weren't sitting with like these massive ball spots from the, the <laughs> yeah. severe. Yeah. Uh, we would only have electric cars in this world if it wasn't for. For relaxers. For relaxers. Wow. Yeah. This is devastating news, if true. I don't know that we can necessarily prove it yet, but I'm excited to, to be following this journey with you because it seems like the white man is the root cause for all things terrible. And that's really the major theme of this podcast. Again, I don't know how familiar you are, but we truly walk away from every episode and we say, fuck you, white devil. And uh, that's that's usually the end, I think. So you're right on track. You're doing great. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I just bring back <laughs> memories. I get 
It was the chances emotional. before we go to break. This is the last question I asked. What's the chances your mom's listening to this? Is she a big fan of of your comedy? Where where's she at in all of this? My my mother doesn't speak English very well, so I you know I am fearless in everything I say about her and great <laughs> and my uh, <laughs> my, uh, my childhood and all that. She's perfect. Just, you know, so. There's no chance she's going to throw this into Google Translate. Mm-hmm. And even if it does, it's going to be mostly unintelligible uh, afterwards. Yes, exactly. I have no I have no fear. Perfect. Well, then we're going to keep talking shit. We're going to come back after this break with more Bianca Cristobal and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we are back. Hey, we don't say the N-word around two-year-olds. 
Bow. Yeah. We're back here with more Bianca Cristobal. More my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that relaxers were used to brainwash Black people by the white devil. This is the conversation we're having. Do you think uh, it's it's all relaxers or are there like specific ones that are like especially cooked up by, you know, white witchcraft, as it were? Well, I'm very excited for these for this particular research because we already know that most hair you know, most, most hair companies that black women use are not uh, black owned, right? So we're mm-hmm. very interested to find out if these relaxing, you know, these relaxers are owned by black people. And if they are not, I say all those that are not owned by black people are definitely part of my conspiracy. If there is one or two that are owned by black people, those might be the ones that you guys are safe to use. Okay. I like, okay, you're, you're saying, look, if they're owned by white people, you can't trust them, period. There's no, <laughs> no other explanation. Uh, and if they are owned by black people, then maybe there's some consideration we can give yes, them. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. And there's a hard maybe. M on that. Maybe hard. M. <laughs> hard. All right. Let's talk a little bit about what you're saying, because that's not completely untrue. There, there's a fair amount of evidence that says that even the products, the the ethnic hair care stuff that you often find in your your Walgreens locked up uh, <laughs> under uh, heavy lock and key for some reason because they're worried niggas <laughs> are gonna run, run in and steal hair grease and and rough and slick hair that we couldn't afford uh, is often owned by some larger white conglomerate, i.e., dark and lovely. And uh, and Optimum Care, both of which are black hair care products, are actually owned by L'Oreal, which couldn't be whiter, as, <gasps> as I understand it. Yes. Exactly. Now, to your original question, or rather your original conspiracy theory of the fact that, or, or suggestion that white people invented relaxers, I am uh, in the unfortunate position to tell you that you are not correct on that one. Relaxers were actually invented by a dude named Garrett Morgan. Garrett Morgan, you may actually know he's a notable name in Black history because he is not only the major inventor of relaxers, but he is also credited as the inventor of the smoke hood, which is the predecessor for the gas mask. And he is also the inventor of the stoplight. So this motherfucker was all over the place with his. Well, this guy. So he he was working on his stoplight. Are you serious? The stoplights that we're using right now for cars. He he invented the break and he was like, you know what? Let's relax black woman hair. That (laughs) what? Well, this is where it gets even crazier because I agree with you. There's no part of me that wants to put my faith in a man who invented the stoplight to uh, then work on uh, black hair care products. That's not that's not usually how I approach my hair care products. It's like I bet that dude who knew to put the red above the yellow is uh, is somebody I should trust with with all of my shit on my yes. head now. Here's where it gets interesting because he invented relaxers or rather the serum, as it were, for relaxers, but he didn't mean to. It was actually a complete accident. He was making a lubricant for sewing needles in a sewing machine, like a new special lubricant that was helped to, helping to make the needles move smoother mm-hmm. and faster. And mm-hmm. the 
product, the sort of like chemical he created, he then spilled on his arm and, yeah, it, and right. saw he on his arm on hair. His arm. You believe yes, that? so it lands on his arm hair. And then he notices that his arm hair gets silky smooth out of nowhere. This little oh. chemical makes his arm hair silky smooth. And he goes, that's that's something. That's pretty cool. And then this is where this motherfucker turns into a real sicko because he he takes that product and then he says, I want to see if this actually works in, you know, a grander scale. And so he starts experimenting on his neighbor's dog with the chemical. <laughs> he takes his neighbor's dog and he starts dipping the dog in. <laughs> he starts dipping the dog. Uh Head first in the but chemical. But what dog is this? Is this like a golden retriever? Because that's already a white, like th th that dog has straight hair. Or is it Apparently, like Apparently, and I, I'm, I'm cautious to say it the way that I plan to say it, but this is also the choice I made. Apparently, it was a real nappy-headed dog. He found a real nappy-headed <laughs> neighbor's dog and he started dipping the dog and he and he noticed that that dog came out with gorgeous silk locks that that previously did not exist. And then he started to experiment on himself. He started putting the products in his own hair and uh, and smoothing his own hair, straightening his own hair. And then he started marketing it to the rest okay. of the world. I have a question for you. Yes. So this guy is black. That's what yes, Gary Morgan. In very black. Right or whatever. When it it was the early 1900s. Okay. Show me. How, can, can you show me your hands real quick? My hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want to see. I want to see the forearm. What does my forearm look like? Oh, you're, you're trying to see if I have hair to be able to, to do the experiment. That's what I'm saying. I don't believe. I don't believe this guy just dropped some lubricant on his arm because like, you know, black men that are not known to have very hairy arms. And then he oh. noticed. That, you know, this, there goes my conspiracy. I think this guy was jerking off with this new loop he invented. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't think it landed on his arm? No. You think it hit his pubic region from, yeah. from him being like, man, this lubricant is so smooth. It's better than lotion. I'm going to I'm gonna beat my meat with this sewing machine lubricant uh -huh. and see what happens. That's my, that's my theory. Wow. If true, you have... You have ruined Garrett Morgan uh, for every young person that was going to write a special, you know, book report on Garrett Morgan and and what he did for black history. Now they have to include that Garrett Morgan was beating his meat and uh, accidentally discovered how to straighten pubic hair uh, and then decided, yeah, this is better than for pubic hair. I'll do it to my my scalp hair as well. Wow. I think we cracked it. <laughs> so Garrett Morgan invented this thing, but to your original conspiracy, and I, I, I have not jumped off board, even though I, I'm now a relatively firm believer that Garrett Morgan, a black man, invented it. I, I ha you haven't lost me in the argument that maybe this is a there is a fair argument that although white people did not necessarily invent relaxers, they did find endless ways to capitalize on the invention. Right. That like although it was made by a black man, it was usurped and, and made evil by white people and, and the white powers that be. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about relaxers? Uh, I, I, I have a daughter. Uh, I would never put that shit in her hair. Uh, 
But I also understand that we we generationally come from a history where it made a lot of sense in terms of the way that that people sort of saw themselves, the way that they were being asked to see themselves. So I think it's an unfair thing on my end to be like judgmental of anybody that had that felt the need to do that. Correct. But I wouldn't volunteer mm-hmm. it for anybody that I love or care about because mm-hmm. goddamn, that shit's, you know not good for you. Mm-hmm. No, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. So I think, and to be clear for any of our listeners who are sort of curious as to why they might be bad for you, there's a shit ton of arguments that you can find for what relaxers can do. And they say, according to some research at least, relaxers can cause life-threatening ailments such as reproductive problems, heart mm-hmm. disease, different forms of cancer, early yep. puberty, fibroids, and mental health disorders. That shit is evil. See, mental health issues. That goes back to my conspiracy. Yeah, it go. truly, it goes back to your suggestion of brainwashing or at least a type of like yes. mind control uh, that would happen mm-hmm. if you take this a certain amount of the relaxers or take them in a, a certain form, right? Mm-hmm, Yeah. Uh, Even more interesting, relaxers have been found to disrupt the chemical balance of our bodies by entering our system via cuts and burns. Now, why is burns specifically interesting? Because relaxers often burn. burn. It it literally, like when you apply it. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the reason. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling her it it burns, and she said it's okay, it's supposed to. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think so. My head is on fire. You know, maybe if I didn't use relaxers, I could be a lawyer or a doctor, not a comedian. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I I do know what you mean, and what a heartbreaking uh, revelation for you to find no. this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man, I could have been anything I wanted, but I wanted to relax my hair. And now, now I got to tell jokes uh, yes. to strangers and bars and shit. Oh my God. And my hair is not even straight anymore. One of the things that it got me asking all of this information is what, what is in relaxers that could cause so many terrible things to happen to the human body. And one of the main chemicals that they say, the one that they say is most harmful in relaxers or certainly most dangerous in relaxers is a chemical called sodium hydroxide, or as it's most commonly known in the streets, lye. Are you familiar with lye at all? No, not at all. You know, for that, I would have to be smart, but we established that I never got there because I use relaxers. And and what a shame because we all need to learn about lie. It's it's truly how can you function in the world without knowing what the fuck lie does? I don't mean any of this, but lie is a product, a chemical that is most commonly used for soap making, candle making, homemade biodiesel, frosting glass, and for chemistry experiments. This is one of the the main chemicals that's existing in a relaxer. And it also is something people are using to make biodiesels. But also soap. Yeah, which isn't super encouraging either, right? That like a lot of our our sort of, uh, I guess, uh, everyday products include chemicals that come with some level of caution, if nothing else. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. so here's where lie gets even more interesting is that lie, uh, when it makes direct contact with human skin can cause extreme burns, much like what you're experiencing or you experienced rather when you were on your, your great Parisian adventure. It can also lead to blindness and death if consumed. And lie is in fact so powerful that when combined with extreme heat, it can be used to completely dissolve a human body within three hours. So actually your question about me, if I was worried that I will ever grow hair again, is it was a legit question. I maybe I, you know, that that was possible a possibility. It could have burned me so deep that I could have been bald for the rest of my life. That's right. And that's, I think that's why I was asking the question. And maybe you needed a little more uh, uh, information to sort of make sense of it all. Yes. But legitimately, there is a possibility that through these chemicals, you can burn your flesh so badly that it, it salts the earth, that there is no more mm -hmm. uh, growth able to happen from those, those spots. It's kind of interesting. Though. You know how uh, when like mob, I love mob movies, right? And yeah. they're always trying to make a body disappear. They just put it into like a bath of relaxers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just dip a man in a big old tub of dark and lovely, and you you wait a couple of hours, and he'll he'll disappear, and he'll be gorgeous when he does. <laughs> <laughs> like a torture device. Yeah. You know I mean? Just tell me, no, tell me where the money is now. Just put the relaxers. <laughs> it it truly is a. Uh, a, a jarring thing to be putting in someone's head, specifically in the head of a child or a young person, given yeah. the fact that that your brain and body are already sort of in a developmental state. They're, they're already figuring themselves out. And then suddenly you add chemicals to them that potentially can be changing the way that their chemistry naturally would develop. Mm -hmm. Totally. Okay. So the other, and this is the, the, the other product that I'll tell you about, or rather chemical that I'll tell you about that exists inside of these relaxers, a chemical called succinic acid, succinic acid, succinic acid. I don't know. I'm not French, but the succinic acid found in relaxers is explicitly said to be kept away from skin, eyes, and even clothing. A, a company called BioAmber this is a company that manufactures re manufactures renewable chemicals states in their website that succinic acid may be harmful if absorbed through the skin this is a chemical they're literally putting inside a product that goes directly onto your scalp and instead they're being like i wouldn't put that on anybody's skin and we make the chemical oh wow yeah see that's that's it's getting darker and darker yeah, no, it's not. I again, I this is always a, a I guess a, a difficult revelation for my guests, but uh, it never turns out better when we get into the research. You know what I mean? <laughs> you never read more. You're like, turns out relaxers actually uh, contain a shit ton of vitamin D. That's that's it's better than sunny delight. Them? Is there one good thing about them? Is there a vitamin in it? Is there something nice? Uh, I think the good thing is is perhaps the confidence you could feel afterwards. If if that's the look you're going for, you could look like the lady on the box. You know, she's always swinging her hair and looking real sensual back at at whoever's buying the product. And 
And I'll be honest, I've always wanted to make love to one of the, the ladies on the dark and lovely box. And so maybe you could feel like the dark and lovely lady. But other than that, no, you're burning your, your brain and your scalp. Yeah. Uh, My hair never, never turned out like that lady on the box. Never. I'm so sorry that happened to you. It did turn out. I, it sounds like a, a little bit of a Joe Pesci. Uh, you had a, you had a Joe Pesci thing going on and maybe that's okay. Maybe, maybe that's pretty cool too. I went back to that salon and I was crying to that lady. Oh my God. Did she, was she sympathetic? Did she say? He had a client there in a chair and I made a scene. I was like, you burned my hair and bald. Look at this. And I started ripping hair of my head. Whoa. That was the scene. So you were willing to sacrifice more hair from your already dwindling scalp. All too. Corey, it's not a big deal. And she gave me like a product for free. By the way, I paid for it. I paid her loads of money. Yeah. And she never gave me back the money. Of course not. No. 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 <laughs> but you did. What was the product? Was it more relaxer? No, it was some <laughs> some gel, you know, something like moisturizing that obviously didn't keep my, you know, hair on my head. But that was the promise she gave me. I got you that it was going to help to keep the the hair from uh it did not obviously it's totally wow well you remember the lady's name should we should we shout her out one time send people to her her wonderful salon for more of her impressive work people if you're ever in Europe don't get your hair done in Europe just don't just wait do it <laughs> and ask well, America, don't do it in Europe. Don't do it. That's, don't that's, if you're going to France, just go the way you are. Don't, uh, <laughs> exactly. don't try to pr- impress all these French people with your, your new mm-hmm. hair. Cause sisters and brothers, it ain't going to work. It's, it's going to turn into something you didn't plan for. All right. We're going to take one more break. We'll be back with more Bianca Cristobal and more. My mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. People who were in slavery wish that they had curbside service at Applebee's. Yeah, we're back here with more Bianca Cristobal, more my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that you're frying your brains, ladies and gentlemen. You are melting your insides when you put these, these products in your hair. And specifically, the white man is the one that wants you to do this. Now, here's where the research for me becomes especially interesting. Because I kept, I asked you a few times, what do you think the white man's goal is in sort of like creating these products and and asking black people to relax their hair? And one of the things that it reminded me of is the the sort of rich history this country has of forcing black people to wear their hair not naturally in public spaces in order to to be uh, presentable, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is a, a shit ton of there are rather a shit ton of examples of historically and we've talked about a few of them on the podcast already of people being forced to either cut their hair or treat their hair with products in order to sort of be made more presentable for workspaces and school spaces based on sort of white administrations and overseers. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh it's it's a real problem and they you know what's so funny they do it even to themselves i have friends white friends who have curly hair and they tell me like if when my hair is curly i have less men approaching me mm. whereas my hair is straight more men come up to me that happens to even like white women it's not you know it's bizarre it's a bizarre thing yeah i mean uh, some of it feels like it can be chalked up to to socialization, right? That like you socialize enough and are sort of like given these images of what is attractive mm-hmm. over and over again. Oh yeah. Totally. And then those images become permanent in a person's brain, whether yeah. intentional or unintentional. Mm-hmm. And so that part I I can sort of make sense of for the white people, but I think for the black people, I I especially think about like these stories of like children who were sent home or I don't know if you ever saw it, but there was that video of like that kid who was on the wrestling team and was forced to literally cut his dreads before a wrestling match and had a mm-hmm. bunch of white people cutting his dreads before. No, I did uh, not see that. That's just fucking yeah, no, it's it's a, a heartbreaking image to, to sort of take in, but they're literally surrounding him, cutting his dreads off before a, a wrestling match because the ref decided that his hair wasn't legal for the match, as if it had somehow allowed him an advantage 
that uh, this husky white boy he was about to flip on his back had. You know what I mean? Horrific. Horrific. It is, yeah, obviously, like, the black hair has always been, like, uh, a conversation debate, and uh, and the relaxers are part of it, I suppose. Yes. I think, I think even more devastating, one of the things that I started to think about is, like, uh, the new laws that, that are truly just coming into place now. I think it was, like, earlier this year for the first time that uh, Congress had even been able to introduce a potential law that says it's illegal to tell Black people or people of color Mm -hmm. that they have to change their hair in order to participate in workplaces. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's so interesting because, like, you know, you see... It was very interesting for me to 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 see even uh, Michelle Obama never never with her hair you know natural like never not once mm-hmm. and I, you know I think that is in a way you know that's an interesting observation you know I'm not saying she's wrong for it I just think it's interesting that we've never seen it. Well, no, I think I think to that point, it's what makes these conversations so complicated, right? Is like you find yourself in a position where the world is expecting you to look a certain way. And then we as as black people, as people taking in these these people in positions of power go, well, why won't you represent us the way we need to be represented? And it becomes this weird infighting rather than sort of recognizing that the real danger is a group of people suggesting that the way that we were in the first place was not satisfactory, that it didn't it didn't work as we would like it to work. Yeah, I mean, with that said, you know, bottom line is that if you have any type of power or attention in media and you do represent in a natural way, it does inspire a uh, little girl. So remember my story about Beyonce. I wanted to look like Beyonce. I wanted to look like Beyonce. Now, Beyonce, I think, is argu- arguably extremely a positive, you know, influence, you know, for young girls or, you know, back in the day was. But who else inspired me to actually turn the natural, uh, to, to go natural journey was Kelly's. Remember when she came out with the, my milkshake? <laughs> so she had natural hair. And so it was like a, like one of the first people I saw rocking her natural hair. I was like, that, yeah. that be me and then you know i I gave up the relaxers and i yeah i became who i am right now and i i think (laughs) to that point it's it's part of the reason why representation is such a hearty conversation right is that it's not just about needing to see an equal number of black people to white people whatever but it's saying that like if we can show the actual diversity of what black people look like i can make more conscientious decisions about what yes. i should look like and what i should be doing with my own body that it maybe beyonce is not for all of us and some of us need to go the route of Khalees or the mm-hmm. route of fucking viola davis or whoever to to help us see ourselves out in the world I love it and signed. Hell yeah. Well, we've got two signatures so far. And if anybody else wants to sign, <laughs> I don't know anybody else. So this is it. We're going we're gonna to send a petition of two signatures to the government and say, please stop making relaxers. And they'll say, what? And, and probably uh, have us murdered by the CIA. That's, you know. With that's relaxers. They will have us murdered with relaxers. Sure. They're going to dip us in relaxer, much like that puppy. 
that Garrett Morgan uh, dipped in the in the Aww. relaxer. And I, I have to say, there's no evidence. I couldn't find any research that said how long that dog lived after Garrett Morgan did that to him. But I got to assume it, he didn't break any records. You know what I mean? This wasn't a dog that uh, that made it to like 22. I thought you're going to say there is no evidence that he actually harmed this dog. I thought that's what you're going to say. Oh, no, I've been very clear. What? He harmed the fuck out of that dog. <laughs> and then he like, he wrote about it himself. That's how we know. Who knows? I don't know or if he wrote about it. Yeah, I'm sure the neighbor, the neighbor wrote about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, this black guy is torturing my dog. He's like, I, I keep, my dog keeps going missing and coming back uh, sexier than before. I, my dog goes away and then I, my dog comes back and I really want to fuck my dog. And I don't know why, but I think that Garrett Morgan has something to do with it. Well, Bianca, I think we did it. I think I yes. think this was a this was a lovely conversation. I had a great time with you. Could you tell the people at home what you have going on? Any cool things and where they can find you? Well, you, you can find me on Instagram at, at Bianca Cristobal. I, I perform quite a bit around Los Angeles. I'm going to be at the comedy store. Uh, this weekend i don't know when this uh, episode gets released but um yeah I, I post about it in my stories so follow me and 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 come get and come and see me live i cannot speak anymore hell yeah so follow follow bianca see her live do the thing don't do don't threaten her with any relaxers she's been through enough and as always you can follow me at langston kerman on all platforms and uh, and and please, if you have conspiracy theories of your own, if you have drops, if you have any opinions you would love to send us, you can send them to mymamapod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Otherwise, that's it. Bye, bitch. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. 
I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 